0: This is Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine, and I'm John Weiner. Is Trump getting worse? Are his efforts to stay in the headlines and in our heads more desperate, more demented, as he realizes his chances for re-election are not very good? For some answers, or at least some evidence, we turn to Katha Pollitt. Of course, she's a poet, essayist, and award-winning columnist for The Nation. And she has immersed herself in a study of almost everything bad that Trump did this summer. Katha, welcome back.
1: Hi, John. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Well, this was a tough project. When you first told me you were doing it, you asked what I thought was the worst thing Trump did this summer. I said all I could remember was the worst thing he did last week.
1: Yeah, what was it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I can only remember this week right now, which is, you know, Sharpie this nutty business with the hurricane headed for Alabama or not.
1: Well, it's so true because uh, every day there is at least one new horrible thing. I, I checked uh, the fact checker over at The Washington Post as of August 12th. Trump had made, get this, 12,019 false or misleading claims. <laughs> over 928 days, um, and it's increasing to 20 claims a day up from the average of 13 claims. So something is going on. He is getting a little rattled or, or overconfident, and he just thinks, that, hey, now I can say anything. Do you know what his most repeated claim is? That the wall is being built. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the fascinating thing is that most people do not believe these things including um, among strong Trump supporters, do not accept all his falsehoods as true. And strong supporters is one in six adults in their poll. So I think he, he's just spreading a lot of fairy dust, uh, like some sort of horrible Tinkerbell, some right-wing <laughs> Tinkerbell over, over us all. Um, and, and it's very hard to keep up because one day's awfulness uh, makes you forget the one before so that's why I did my list lest we forget
0: lest we forget so let's look at your list you published it in chronological order and it's really too long for us to go through chronologically but maybe you could tell us which of the things to you seem the most uh weird and horrible
1: well weird weird and horrible aren't quite the same but weird okay uh, on June 3rd, Trump called London Mayor Sadiq Khan a stone-cold loser. And in fact, over these two months, there were uh, a lot of insults, just insults, where he said that uh, Democratic Representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ayanna Pressley, Ilan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib should go back to the crime-infested places from which they came. And then he can't get over them. A few days later, he says, they don't love our country. I think in some cases they hate our country. You know what? If they don't love it, tell them to leave it. This was at a a rally in Greenville, North Carolina, and uh, his remarks were met with chants of, yes, send her back. And then a few days after that, on July 27th, he went after... His persistent critic, Representative Elijah Cummings, he called Baltimore a disgusting rat and rodent infested mess where he said conditions are far worse and more dangerous than at the border. (laughs) Uh Oh, I I forgot to mention that one thing he said about the squad, those four women congressional representatives, is they hate all the Jews. Yeah. All the Jews. They hate all the Jews. But lest Jews think um, that was friendly to them, on August 20th he said Jews who vote for Democrats show, quote, a total lack of knowledge or great disloyalty. On the same day, he canceled a trip to Denmark because the not nice and nasty prime minister, and guess what sex that prime minister is, obviously a woman, right? She said, I'm, we're not selling cream. Greenland to the United States.
0: Yeah, that was a memorable one. I I do remember that one. Some of these things are just, you know, nutty and weird remarks of his own. That's a little bit different from getting thousands of people to chant, send her back, send her back about Ilhan Omar.
1: I know. It's really terrible. Now, but besides all these verbal insults and crazinesses, Uh, He did a lot of things that were bad in a very substantive way. For example, on July 23rd, he proposed a new rule that would take food stamps away from more than 3 million people. Mm. Now, that's very serious. On August 7th, this one is interesting. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services Ends Protections for migrants who are here for life-saving medical treatment. And then there was a huge backlash about that, and the agency said it's reconsidering the decision. So he's not, you know, Julius Caesar yet. You know, there have been huge um, immigration raids in Mississippi. 680 workers from food processing plants were arrested by ICE. And then, uh, oh, get this, he was finally, he's finally able to defund Planned Parenthood and to prevent it from getting Title X funds for birth control and women's health care, unless it agrees to the gag rule against, you know, so much as advising women on abortion, let alone performing them. So uh, Planned Parenthood has withdrawn, um, and it's lost $60 million. And already, as the Times has reported, it's having to close some clinics. So he's really affecting women's health in a very basic way. It's not just rhetoric.
0: Yeah, there's really a big difference between wanting to buy Greenland and taking food stamps away from three million people or cutting off uh, Planned Parenthood from federal funding.
1: And, uh, you know, since my column came out, he's kept on. I mean, they won't let uh, refugees from the Bahamas into America unless they have Uh, complicated visas, even though if they took a plane, they could, but they're on a boat, so they can't. It's
0: ridiculous. You have this very important fact that his false or misleading statements, according to the Washington Post, have increased to 20 a day from its previous average of 13, which does suggest either that he's getting worse and wilder and more desperate or maybe that he's just getting more careless and free in his, uh, in his talking. What is the effect on his followers and uh, on his opponents of the huge number of false, misleading, weird, and horrible statements that he makes every day?
1: I, I'm sorry to say that none of this has significantly damaged Trump's popularity in the polls. That remains just above 40%. So they don't care. I mean, the, the, the Washington Post poll showed that most, even most of his supporters don't believe everything he says. So something else is going on. Perhaps they sense, well, this is our guy. He's going to do the things we want, like get rid of immigrants and be really racist. And uh, that's good enough. Um, he's got the evangelicals who have, I think, world historically damaged their reputation for any kind of Christian virtue but they're sticking with him. So uh, maybe he senses, look, I'm going to win on the basis of people who really love me, and what they really love is my being wild and wild and crazy guy.
0: That's an interesting possibility, which a lot of people haven't considered, that he needs to keep up or maybe even increase this feverish pace of wild statements to keep his base mobilized, that they become jaded and tired just like the rest of us. And so he has to intensify his efforts to mobilize his base. Of course, the alternative is it's just his pathetic personality, which requires constant attention no matter what. Is there any way to choose between these two possibilities?
1: Well, I'm not a psychiatrist, so (laughs) I can't see that person. But you know, it could be both. Yeah. It could be both. It could be that his devoted followers are kind of the psychological mirror of him. So when he feels he needs to ramp things up they're also feeling hey he needs to ramp things up.
0: You know you said on this program during the campaign before he was ever elected you said all the things that we hate about him are the things that his base likes about him I thought that was very perceptive
1: I think it's true Um, and I think that he's really tuned into that you know it's very easy for people like ourselves liberals, leftists coastal, highly educated people, however you want to, nation readers, however you want to define <laughs> us. It's, it's very easy for us to think that people who don't agree with us are stupid, but they're not. And he is not stupid. He gets has people talking about him all over the world all the time. You know, last week or the week before, the New York Times had four stories of Trump on the front page. I count myself a happy person if I go for a couple of hours without thinking about him. And I think that there are people who really like it, they don't they don't believe he can deliver on his promises because nobody can. The economy, you know, is what it is. And they don't care. They just want to own the libs and get rid of the immigrants.
0: You know, I always like to read the comments on your columns posted by readers at Uh-oh. the nation.com. My favorite this week about this new column is a reader who writes that you should not be listing the bad things that Trump did because that won't change anybody's mind. The Democrats will not win by saying Trump said stupid things or did bad things. The Democrats can win only by talking about the good things they will do to help people with their real problems. You should be talking about health care and low wages and the high cost of college. And your approach is not the way to get elected. What do you say to that?
1: Well, uh, I would say, first of all, I'm not running for office. (laughs) I'm writing a column. Uh, Those are different things. But uh, I would also say that we are very fortunate to have several Democratic candidates running in the primary who talk about health care the high cost of education and all those other problems Americans have all the time. I mean, that's what Elizabeth Warren's campaign is. That's what Bernie Sanders' campaign is. I don't think anybody is running just on, oh, isn't Trump horrible?
0: Katha Pollitt, her new column is titled, Almost Everything Bad That Trump Did This Summer. You can read it at thenation.com. Once again, Katha, thank you for a great column.
1: Oh, thanks for having me on the show.